0: This this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey everybody, this is Josh
1: and Kayla with
0: Married to Safety. Crush that intro wherever you are and however you may be listening. Thank you so much for joining us today. And just like every other show, we're going to start this show out with a little bit of breathing. So Kayla, take us through it.
1: Let's do it. Let's just relax our shoulders a little bit, roll them around and don't shut your eyes if you're driving. And let's take it all the way to the top. Big inhale through the nose. Hold it for three, two, one. All the way out. Release.
0: Big exhale. Big one more yes, time. One That's more good.
1: time. All the way in oh, I the I started nose. hold on, I oh, started too early. Oh, Here we all the in through the nose. All the way up. Hold four, three, two, one.
0: We're going to be talking about some crazy stuff today about sleep. And speaking of sleep, this episode is brought to you by meditation and something that we have not done in a couple of days and we can feel it. Yes. Right? Yes. How do you feel when you don't meditate? What's your what's your kind of mind headspace like?
1: Um I think the biggest thing I feel is that I have not done what I need to do for myself. That I've neglected myself. There's just something about taking that time. And so I feel neglect.
0: I I do too. Like like I I just am
1: off track for the day.
0: But we also did something pretty cool today and we were both great. I'm going to go ahead and pat ourselves on the back. There was no stress. There was no freaking out and there could have been. We now have a licensed permit driver in our household. Our son just got his permit so he can drive with us. So we are actively teaching him how to drive. And he did his longest drive today.
1: Yes. Exciting. Which
0: was awesome. He did great, almost side-swiped a vehicle. It was all good. And there was some honking. Yeah, there was a there was, a, there was some things <laughs> that happened. But everything was perfect. But you know what? I just wonder, we were pretty good with him, and we were actually uh, pretty pretty chill, pretty relaxed. I wonder how much better we would have been if we had meditated before we had done that.
1: Yes, and we will meditate today. But we just didn't have a chance this morning because we've been getting back into the swing of things. And so... Yeah, we're kind of off right now. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about that today and kind of like go over some things and how our last couple of weeks have been and how it has affected us.
0: Puffin. That's what's on my cup.
1: Puffin. Josh is puffin. drinking out of a puffin I'm drinking cup. Drinking
0: out of a puffin. That's a spoiler alert. Yes. So we're going to be talking about sleep and I think kind of you know maybe kind of kicking it off on on why this is important. And I think that people neglect really, truly how important sleep is in their life. Yes. Like, what are some of the things it affects?
1: It affects your stress level, number one, for me, anxiety. It also can cause um, higher rates of heart disease and obesity. It can make you gain weight. And so there's just so many things. I mean, sleep really does affect. And let's just go back to um, why we named this show... Married to safety, <laughs> so that can mean a lot here because we we named this married to safety for a lot of different reasons. Because of course I'm married to Josh, who's married to safety, and
0: I'm also married to Kayla.
1: That's safe, completely yes. safety. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, that's it. So, vomit. but yep. I I think that it's important to note here that. People have different uh, times. There's different things that you need. People are always different. So we can't base everything on just facts or, you know, that kind of thing. You really have to study yourself and know what you need. And in the past, Josh and I have really struggled with this because I am a night person and he is a morning person. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the fact that I would love to be a morning person. I I've gotten that. better since I have we've been getting more sleep. I've gotten it's a lot better alert. but I just come alive more at night. And so that's just a thing with me. And, and I. And save too, and right? Save I mean, too, yes. I our like. Creative minds come if, alive at night.
0: If I could be asleep at nine o'clock every night, I would be the happiest girl there ever was. Girl? And whatever is good. You know, <laughs> either way, it, I was just staring at you. So if you could go to sleep at like midnight working on a cool project and get up at nine in the morning. You'd be the happiest girl yeah, in the world. Yeah, I can't
1: really sleep until 9. The older I get, the earlier I rise. But I've never really been a late sleeper. Like, my mom didn't really allow that in our household. So I've never been a late, late sleeper. Um, I have always gotten up at least by, like, 8, 8.30. But if I can sleep until 7, I'm at my best. So I don't do well. But over the years, Josh has... Gotten up really, really early with safety. I mean, you were on the job sometimes at five a.m. or before.
0: Definitely, and this is years in the making, right? Yes. And I think the reason that we wanted to talk about this today is because we we just took a trip, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, mm-hmm. or maybe on the next show. Oh see yeah. How we'll I see set how set that up? Look yeah. at that. Boom. <laughs> right. But for many years, it was get up for four thirty, be on the job site between five and six. You know, trying to. Trying to make a difference, trying to, you know, make sure that I was there to keep everybody safe, which is impossible by itself. But it was long hours. And, you know, when you're there and then you're working till six, seven, eight o'clock at night, it tends to take a toll on you. And we can always tell how much sleep I'm getting by how I react when I sit in a chair. So I think that a lot of people can probably relate to this at night after dinner or whatever. You're you're sitting in your chair on your couch and you relax. You automatically fall asleep. That's that's an, a key indicator for me that I'm not getting enough sleep. And we did a project in started in 2008 up in Alaska. It was in Anchorage, Alaska. And so if you go up to to Anchorage and hang a left, 500 miles west, you go to Bethel, and from there it's a little plane to this little itty bitty town in the middle of rural Alaska. And just like a lot of places in Alaska, in the winter, it is completely dark 100% of the time almost. And in the summer, it is almost always light. And it really, really screws up with your sleep. And what we ended up having to do was design a program that allowed the folks that were working there to actually sleep. And that was blackout curtains. That was putting up the, what's happening? Are you, are you going to spit on the mic? No, I just needed to
1: cough. Like, okay. I need to clear my throat. but I, don't I didn't know what was
0: happening right throat, now. Yeah. But anyway, so we we would have to figure out ways to keep people on their circadian rhythms. I mean, we had to make sure that people still were able to sleep. And you could watch the folks in the camp start to degrade after a little while of very, very little sleep. Well, after that project, I really had a hard time sleeping. Like, coming back home, I would bring that home to her. And, like, the restless nights and, you know, being back on on Alaskan time and, you know, just kind of – Doing some things that we normally wouldn't do, which has made us think about sleep a little bit differently. Yes, and because the importance.
1: over the years, this has really, really affected me. And I don't think that I really realized how much it affected me. So I really encourage you that are listening no matter what you're married to. Um, a lot of us are married to safety and we don't even realize it. You know, there's police officers, there's just anybody who protects and anybody who's like super cool, like
0: pretty much awesome, super
1: cool. But no, anybody who gets up really extremely early or when you don't have jobs that sort of go, you know, mesh well with the, the timing and the scheduling and then you have kids in school. There's just always a lot that's going on. So, What was happening with me is that I was feeling a lot of guilt, I think, for, you know, just like being able to sleep a little longer than Josh. And so I wouldn't do that. I didn't take care of myself. And so all these mornings that he was getting up, he would wake me up, and I normally can't fall back to sleep. Or, like I said, I would just feel guilty and just not fall back to sleep and so I would be up where he went to sleep at 8 30 or 9 because he fell asleep in the chair I would still go to bed at 11 30 12 and I would maybe sleep a little bit longer than you know what he would but we both were just really really suffering from a lack of sleep and this has been going on for many many years and that guilt thing is huge here you know you really should not feel that because you have to take care of yourself. You have to know that we just have different schedules. And I don't think that was any pressure from you necessarily. No, I
0: think I, I was a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit loud, um, yes. regardless of what time of day it is. Yes. Um, and sometimes things happen and, you know, I get, I get a little loud in the shower or whatever, um, banging around. But the thing is, is that when you start to get sleep deprived, things happen to your body. And I call it brain fog. Like the first thing that happens to me is brain fog, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking straight. um, That's dangerous, right? Whether you're on the job, whether you're at home, um, when you have brain fog, it's almost impossible to be present. Um, When you start, you know, having lack of sleep, there's some things that you can do to counteract that, right? Which are not exactly super healthy. So what do people normally do when they're not getting enough sleep?
1: They are dangerous.
0: But the caffeine, right?
1: Yeah. You drink lots of caffeine to compensate that, and there's just danger all around. You're already dangerous because you don't have sleep. You then start piling on the caffeine, the sugar, to make you feel a little better, and then you get the jitters. And so I was just looking at some some like uh, benefits of, of healthy sleep, and sleep improves your memory, and it increases exercise performance, and... It can increase productivity. It gives you a better mood, puts you in a better mood. It strengthens your heart. It prevents weight gain, and it can boost your immune system. So this is big in our country right now. Our immune systems need to be taken care of, and so that's huge.
0: Well, and what I would do, too, when when I would get sleep-deprived and I'd have to go on a job site – I would crank and and I'm the type of person that doesn't need any caffeine, like any kind of caffeine makes me a little bit crazy. And so I would drink maybe three, four cups of coffee, maybe a couple on the way to work in in the commute, a couple more as soon as I got to the office. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm maybe interrupting other people's days and, you know, maybe kind of stepping on other people's toes because I'm wild and crazy in an office and other people are still kind of waking up. But then there's the crash that follows that. And then there's decisions that you have to make to try and keep your body going. And the reason that I think that this is so important for everybody to understand is when I started getting, and I do not get eight hours of sleep every night, um, but we absolutely try to most nights. Mm -hmm. And we try to work our schedules around making sure that we try to get as close to eight hours of sleep as we can. But there is a noticeable difference. Um, between an eight-hour sleep, Josh, and a six-hour and a four-hour and a two-hour. Uh, for instance, you know, soon I'm going to be traveling, and one of my flights is at 6 o'clock in the morning, which means I've got to wake up at 345, 330 to be able to, you know, look the way that I do, you know, on an airplane, <laughs> which is just fabulous. By the way, so I've, I've gotten a lot of um, comments about how I look and sound over the years, and I was so excited – Um, because normally I get Billy Bob Thornton a lot. We've talked about that, you know, and I get it. I look like him, which is unfortunate, and I sound like him, which is less unfortunate, but looking like him is not exactly great. So we were recently in another place, which is a spoiler, because we're not going to have time to talk about it on this show, but next show we're going to talk about why we went there. But this group that we were with, um, one of the people turned to me and said, do you know who you look exactly like? And I was like, oh, here it comes. It's Billy Bob Thornton, you know. Brad Pitt, whatever it might be, because that's normally who I usually get. Not not the Brad Pitt so much. But it was Norm McDonald. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Like uh, on, on so many levels that it just it just maybe if I got more sleep, I would be more Brad Pittish. Um What what are your thoughts on that? Would you mm, though? Would I though?
1: I mean if I got more sleep, would I be Jen Aniston? No. You are
0: already there. <laughs> no. You are already there.
1: <laughs> no. So, yeah, and and remember, so he's got an early flight coming up, and this is, I get up, then I worry, like, oh, did he make it to the airport, did this happen, did that happen, like, the dogs get up, so this also affects my sleep as well, so I kind of try to stay on his schedule, but it is really difficult, and when he, he is going to a different time zone, so, this will be an issue all week long. Now, normally he tries to stay on that time zone. We try to kind of do the schedules when he's out of town so that he can be in early enough to kind of stick to an early schedule and not get too off balance because that makes it really difficult as much as he travels. But I just want to, you know, talk a little bit about that. Like, what happens when you do travel, um, I have to, like, Stay up a little later most nights because you if you if you're not back at the hotel and going to sleep then you know if we want to talk and like you know talk about the business talk about the day whatever we have to make that happen and so sometimes he wakes me up out of a sleep because I have fallen asleep um, that's really difficult he wants to talk to Xavier Xavier's got school Xavier's already asleep I mean it's just a it's a real battle with this sleep thing. So this has always, always been a problem, right?
0: So maybe we can kind of close this out on this show with some tips and tricks that we use that we've kind of learned over time. Um, And I think the first and foremost thing is understanding that it's okay to have your own schedule. And like Kayla said, right, if if she's staying up till 11 o'clock, working on stuff with Zay, doing whatever, just living life, There should be no expectation on my end that she gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning if I do, right? Yes. That that makes no sense.
1: Right. But with that being said, here's one of my best tips. Um, It's taken me a long time to realize this. But when I was in health coaching school, I learned this tip. And it really, really is true that you should strive to be horizontal by ten. So that does not mean that you have to be asleep. That does not mean that you have to, whatever. But you, your body does a complete reset at 10 p.m. And if you are laying down with your feet up and your head back at 10 p.m., you will sleep better than if you go to bed after that. So... Uh, I think I've said this before, but there was a time where I would run around like crazy trying to get everything done because I was determined to have my feet off the ground by 10 p.m. and I made the whole family do this. Yeah, they thought I was it crazy. Works. It does. It they, works. They it's always funky. think I'm crazy, but it does work. We're going to talk about a lot of things, though. That through this little series that we're we're going to be doing right now, we're going to talk about lots of things that. I have been doing for years and trying to, you know, gotten lots of eye rolls and Josh telling me, don't do this, you know, don't don't spend money on that, that's stupid. Now he loves it. And that's really become a big thing, I think, over the past week because of travel, because yes. somewhere that we've traveled. So, so we, maybe we have two totally different trips that we are going to talk about where sleep has been a huge thing and where we've really learned a lot about ourselves and other things. And we were really going to dig deep into those things.
0: And maybe a couple more tips and tricks about, you know, sleep because I'm, I'm a horrible sleeper. And so we've, we've tried a lot of things. So a lot of this stuff may work for you guys. Um, one is to try and stay off the phone, you know, at least 30 minutes before you go to sleep. I know it's tough because of the YouTube and the Instagram, all those things are so amazing. And I love, I love every bit about those things. Screens. But screens are tough, right? And so um, reading a book, reading generally leads to much better sleep. Um, Laying off the caffeine, laying off the sugar before bed. For me, for just my own personal body, I can't have any caffeine after about noon. If I do, it's really, really bad. Same with me. Maybe two-ish
1: is a good cutoff for most people. We try to do a little earlier, but... Fun fact, on a normal day, Josh and I do not drink caffeine. We usually drink decaffeinated coffee. And um, so I think that that's, you know, something that we try to do just because it does cause issues. And right now, we're in a little bit of a slump because we have been traveling and our timing is off and things like that. So we're drinking green tea because, fun fact, green tea slowly releases caffeine into your system. I didn't have system. I
0: didn't have fun when you said that. You said fun fact, neither one of those things did I like I was like whatever. this is so much fun. Yeah,
1: whatever. Okay, so um yeah, we're drinking green tea because it's really good for you, has lots of health benefits, and this is something that you can sip on throughout the day that will help slowly release it into your system as opposed to just one big huge jolt from coffee. Yes. So and you can kind of research those and see what's best for you see what you can do, maybe swap out a coffee or a Coke or a tea for a green tea, and that will give you a lot of energy and not keep you up at night.
0: And another trick, the last trick that, that I use to sleep a little bit better, we all have a million things to do and a lot on our plate. And so Kayla actually started me journaling um, well over a year ago. Um, within this journal, each day I keep a list of everything that I need to do, Plus, you know, allow that to roll over to the next day. So as long as you understand what you've got in front of you and have a plan, you seem to sleep better. I do. Goals. I do. Yes. Goals, right? So I say, well, I had 15 things on the list today. I got 12 of them done. Well, there's three left over. I've got to knock those three out first the next day mm-hmm. and make it kind of a priority, right? So at least you have a plan and you're excited about the day mm-hmm. rather than swirling, swirling, swirling.
1: Yes, and my favorite tip that I love is, is whether you are in a hotel room or in your own room, shut out all the lights. Now, most of us use our phones now for alarm clocks and things like that, but alarm clocks, those... Old-fashioned alarm clocks, those can keep you up and interrupt your sleep more than you will ever know. So either unplug it if you can or put it face down or put something black over it so that it won't let the light in. And even your TVs or your cable boxes or things like that that may have the faintest little blue light or something like that, red lights, cover those up. They will interrupt your sleep. And Mirrors. You should not have mirrors near your sleeping area.
0: There's so many things that we can talk about. We're, we're going we're gonna to get into this more and more and more. Yes. Also, if you want a cool trick, I mean, if you're like, what do I cover the little light with? If you're chewing gum, just take the used <laughs> chewing gum and put it over the light. It works perfectly. Every no. one of our TVs is <laughs> just covered with just a ton of gum. Don't use do gum. It's amazing. No, so do not do, hey, not do that. I hope you get some good sleep after listening to this episode and understanding just how important sleep is to your body and wherever you are and however you may be listening. If you're having trouble with sleep, what should they just do?
1: Just breathe.
0: Nailed it. Have a great day, everybody.
1: mechanical electronic recording or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast
0: jay allen